been another barnstorming week in FPL, where both Fitz and Tom find themselves in the top 1% together at last. With teams that are almost as different as Man United on Wednesday, second half, and Man United on Sunday, things are shaping up nicely, albeit with some very mixed feelings for Fitz. With plenty of star names now flagged, one of Watford's billion striking options finally doing the business, and Chelsea hitting Norwich for seven with only one of their starting players failing to get any FPL points. There's plenty for us to discuss. My name is Fitz, and as always, I'm joined by fellow comedian Tom Glover. Hello, Tom. How are you? Hello. I'm good, mate. I, I like your intros. Get better every week. And I, I really enjoy that you refer to yourself in the third person now as just, just Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, I don't quite know the rationale behind that, but um, yeah, it's maybe I'm, I'm writing the intro in case one day someone else maybe we get someone to do like a voiceover version of it. But uh, yeah, but well, yes. we we almost needed that this week, of course, um, as you'll let us know why in a second. Um, but just for new listeners, uh, we we are the FPL Face Off Pod. Um, we have just recently changed our name to avoid the hordes of American football fans who are coming to us <laughs> for advice about their quarterbacks. And this is a podcast where me, a uh, Sky Fantasy Football enthusiast, pits my wits against Fitz, who is a Fantasy Premier League enthusiast, and um, see who is best at each, each other's game. And it's, it's very close at the moment. And you've had a it good is. game week. But tell us a bit about your situation tonight, Fitz. Yes, so um, we're recording a little bit later than normal and um, the audio quality will not be as good as it normally is. Hello, dog. Um, and I, and dog as well. I'm, out, <laughs> I'm out and about. Um, so I'm currently spending the week on a barge holiday with my uh, partner's family, which is as hellish as it sounds. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm currently off board um, in an in a empty beer garden uh, which will close during this recording. So there's going to be some interesting editing having to be done by here on producer Glenn at some point. Um, but yeah, frankly, I, I wouldn't miss the pod for the world. And um, yeah, after it has been a very, very interesting game week, which I'm, I'm sure we will will discuss in, in great depth. But yeah, suffice to say, sorry for the audio quality from my end. It's not going to be as good as it normally would. No, but the, the content will be just as bright as it normally is, Fitz. And um, you can tell how good a game week Fitz has had by the fact that he has abandoned his family on a barge holiday to find an empty pub beer garden and was recording this alongside a dog he has adopted. That's, that's how good <laughs> it's been for Fitz. Um, it's been I, okay. I, I will, wow. I, just to clarify, sorry, uh, it, regardless of how well my game week had gone, it, I would be delighted to leave my family on that barge so please don't worry about that <laughs> but you may have been jumping overboard mate if you'd have been captaining Kai Havertz at the weekend we must point out at the start of this podcast we are two of the FPL managers who didn't captain Kai Havertz we both captained yes. Salah so that's why we've had a good game week um not not through any great um managerial skills on my part at least I I, I flitted between Kai and Salah uh, it could have so easily ended up on Kai Havertz, but in the end, it was the news that um, Bruno might be missing the Manchester United game that really swung it. And also because I wasn't certain that I'd captain Lukaku if he was fit. So the fact that it was then Kai Havertz standing in, who's not actually a centre forward, made me just lean a bit more towards Salah. Um, were you always on Salah? Oh, mate, this this thing, this whole Salah thing has... It's actually really, it's, it, it upsets me. Um, you know, I, I think I mentioned on last week's pod that 
Salah was probably the best option. But, you know, as a Man United fan, I thought that we would concede. And I thought, you know, chances are Mo will be involved with that, which is the only reason I went for him. Um, and to watch Man United just absolutely capitulate. And it, I just, I, I don't know, I feel horrendous. You know, it, it was very odd getting those kind of points because it was, it was bittersweet. It, it was much more bitter than it, it was sweet. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm broadly happy, I suppose, from an FPL point of view. But um, so how, how many points did you get this? How many points did you get this week, Fitz? Uh, so I broke the triple figures. So I got 106 points. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not was... sure our listeners. I'm not sure our listeners want to be tuning in to hear an FPL manager got 106 points. Tell us how bittersweet his game week was. <laughs> FPL fans will know that many of you will have allegiances to a football club, and you know it's an odd situation to captain someone against your own club. I don't think I've ever done it before. And, you know, I've certainly been rinsed by my Man United supporting mates for that fact, and um, mainly probably because I have now <laughs> overtaken them. So, of yeah, course. like I say, it, it, it's a tricky one. But ultimately, from an FPL point of view, we'll ignore, we'll ignore my devastation about Man United. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was four major fixtures, really. And I think, uh, similar to yourself, Lukaku would have been the man that I chose, probably. Um, you know, I would have thought that he surely he would have got a point. Uh, he would have got a goal at least against that defence. But as it happens, yeah, went for Mo, and it's it worked out well. Worked I out think well. I think this weekend was a good example of how the Twitter community can be unhelpful um, because the reason the only reason I was wanting to go with Kai really is because so many of the community were going for Kai Havertz, and and the idea that he would have hauled. And, and Mo had blanked, it would have been so hard to take on Twitter, reading yeah. everyone jumping up with a differential captain. Um, so, so yeah, in the end, I just went, right, Salah's the most logical option. He's got the highest effective ownership. He's got the form. He's got the fixture, really, because United have been so bad. So, yeah, I went with it. And, yeah, I was glad I did. But it, it could have so easily been the other way. Well, I, I, A, I love the fact that you're on first name terms with, with Kai. Big fan of that. Um, but also, you know, I think, you, as you said, the Twitter community at one point on Saturday morning, I was very close to taking a minus four and bringing in Kai Havertz for that exact reason. You know, every team you see seem, seemingly had kind of Kai Havertz in and, and it was one of those. But I don't know exactly what the stats were, actually, at the end of uh, the weekend in terms of kind of most captained player. But um, He wasn't even in the top five, apparently. Well, there you go. That that shows what a, a bubble the the Twitter yeah. community. He's can only got seven percent ownership, and I do own him because I was on wild card. Um, so I, I ended on ninety six points. So you beat me again this week. You're you're clawing your way back up to me, Fitz. Um, but I was happy with ninety six on the wild card. Um, unfortunately, a lot of that team is now injured. So I found that Raya. Uh, I had Raya in goal. He's now out for five months with a knee injury. For Brentford. Yeah, yeah Raya for Brentford. Oh no. Yeah, so he's out for five months. So my free transfer this week will be replacing my goalkeeper, probably, which is oh, the most God. boring of free transfers to have to do, of course. Um, and then, oh, I didn't, I didn't got... know that. I'm genuinely gutted. All the, all those, all that research I did, or I say research, I basically looked at their last few games. All the umming and ahhing over Ramsdale and Raya, and I was like, oh well, Raya will have, you know, he he does tend to get more save points. Absolutely pointless. Brilliant. Oh, so you got Raya as well, have you? 
I've got Raya as well, mate. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's our free transfer this week. It's Raya out for... I'm probably going to put the reserve Brentford keeper in. He's not even a four million keeper. He's four and a half. So you're not even <laughs> money, really, out of doing that transfer. And I've also got Rafinha, who's now flagged. I've got Brohar at, or Broyar at Southampton, who's flagged. And I've got Embuemo, who's flagged. So right. four of my wildcard team are now potentially missing the upcoming game week, which is which is a great start. But yeah, 96 points. Captain Salah, that was where most of my points came from. I went for Chilwell and James as the Chelsea double up. So I've gone sort of high risk, high reward with my defence because I've got Trent and Cancelo alongside him. And Trent obviously yeah. got 10 points. Um, I've already got Son-, Son in, which is good for the upcoming game week. And Havertz, I'm going to be sticking with for two more game weeks at least. Um, so yeah, it's gone well. I'm up. I got a green arrow again up to 24k. So Very impressive stuff, mate. Tell us how far you've climbed them with your 106. Yeah, so I um, I was 157k at um, the start of the game week, and I am now. It's been a significant jump, to be honest. I'm at 54,971. So, you know, I've I've jumped 100,000 places, um, largely by virtue of that Mo Salah um, haul. As painful as it is for me to to uh, to take that one but yeah so Cancelo nothing really one point Livramento the, my sweet prince um, with nine ten for Trent Phil Foden is someone who I put in on my wild card who has delivered in each of the last weeks 18 points this week and I think he got an assist last so you know got to be very very pleased with that I think he's looking looking really good Rafinha and Mbwemo with one apiece um, and both of whom are now flagged, as is Jamie Vardy, who was my transfer. Um, a goal for Huang, a goal for Antonio. The one thing that really uh, has annoyed me, if I'm honest, is I had Emile Smith-Rowe second on my bench, uh, as, as you well know. Um, I think when I messaged you on Friday night, you said, um, I already can't wait for the record and none of my players have played yet. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, because I, I told yeah. you you should have had Emil Smith-Rowe in ahead of Huang. But Huang did score. And um, yes. as you'll find out later on, I, I've brought him into my Sky team now. So I'm coming around to your Huang of thinking. Um, <laughs> Very nice. I'm not sure that worked as a, as a pun, but there we go. No, no, no. Well, I, I will be Huanging on to him for a while, that's for sure. Oh, very good. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, out of, I'm out of Huang puns. Um, <laughs> but yes, so... Yeah, all in all, a decent game week. Who are you looking? Obviously, you're going to be placing David Raya, but is there anyone else who would be wanting to get in this game week? I mean, Foden for me is a player who I'm I'm the most scared of for the next couple of game weeks. Um, but is there anyone that you'd like to have in your team that you haven't got? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, I've, I've definitely got a couple of potential fires to to put out. Aspilaqueta is someone who didn't play, and I'm I'm hopeful would would play. I'm very pleased. He didn't come on for a one-point cameo. That would have really annoyed me because that would have meant Juan and uh, ESR were on the bench, which would have been super well, annoying. Um, sorry to interrupt. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news and I get no joy in telling you this, but Ashbaloqueto is also out with a shoulder injury confirmed tonight. So there you go. <laughs> oh, really? Where's, yeah. Well, none, none, of, none of this has been updated on, on the app. So, no, it hasn't. Um, no. So that's good. That's that's really good news. So um, if it, I haven't seen Raya be injured, but if that's the case, then I'm looking at uh, Raya as Pilaqueta, 
Rafinha, Wemo, and Vardy. Um, so five of my 15. Do you have Ben White? Uh, no, don't have Ben White. Okay, he's also gone off injured, um, but luckily you didn't <laughs> have him. And did you have Christensen? No, no Christensen. No. He's got a problem with his teeth, so he couldn't play like, oh. a tooth injury. Oh, bless him. What, what a poor, poor millionaire. I do, I do feel for him. Um, although I will to anyone, to anyone listening who has had toothache, you do have my sympathy. It's very yeah, unpleasant. It's, it's better than... Um, it's better than the player last week. I can't remember who it was, but he missed a game. I think it was um, Ziyech of Chelsea missed a game because he had a headache. <laughs> Poor little diddums. Um, yes. Well, to, to, so to answer your question, um, I mean, if Raya isn't playing, then that means that I've got Ben Foster as my backup. They're playing Southampton, which may not be the end of the world, but at some point, surely... Um, their their first choice backman is going to come back, and then after that, the the Watford run of fixtures is is not so pretty. Um, Arsenal, Man United, Leicester, Chelsea, Man City. Um, so it would not be ideal to to have them. Um, I did I did like the look of Vardy, obviously, which is why I kind of put him in. But he's now struggling with a knee injury. Um, I don't really know. I mean, if I, if I am looking at five of my fifteen um, being out, then. You know, I'm certainly probably staring down the barrel of a minus four, which which is an ideal. I think Rafinha, Embremo, and Vardy are all players who could be back for the weekend, to be honest, and Brohar in, in my side. So I think it's just a case of we're gonna to have to wait and see, but certainly Raya's out for four to five months, it's saying. So that is a that is a transfer you're gonna to have to make. You don't have to do it this weekend, as you say, because Watford have got Southampton, that's potential clean sheet. But yeah, it's, it's, it's annoying the week after wildcard. I think this would be a good week to be wildcarding. Yeah, I mean, the whole wildcarding thing is is interesting in itself. It's always, you know, I think we've said when we were both discussing it at various points, you know, there's it, it depends on your team as to when would be good. But actually every week, having played it, I'm like, this would be a good week to play my wildcard. But alas, <laughs> the, the option for me is not there. So um <laughs> Yeah, in, in terms of kind of, um, I guess, who I may potentially look at, looking at the fixtures, you know, obviously Chelsea have, have got um, still some nice fixtures to come. I don't know about Mason Mount. You know, he's one of those. Obviously, this week, if you had Mason Mount, Smith Rowe and Foden, poor blimey, not only is that uh, a wonderful sign for English football, but you'll have done very, very well in your FPL um, teams. So yeah, certainly I, I'm, I'm I'm undecided as I sit here in, in this pub by a canal in in the Midlands, um, but certainly I, I I don't really want to be stuck with Ben Foster for too long. So it might have to be that I look at getting another replacement. I do have 0.9 in the bank, which you know would allow me to upgrade my keeper to to almost anyone bar bar the six million players. So what about you? What what, what are you thinking in terms of Ray? Well, I've got I've got two and a half million in the bank because my plan was, but the, this week I don't really fancy any of the strikers at the moment. I've got Tony in for his good run of fixtures, which I'm happy with. Brohart five million is going to be sort of a season keeper, I think, because he's such a cheap enabler mm-hmm. up front, and he scored in his last two games. And I punted this game week on Edward at, at Crystal Palace because they had the fixture, and I punted on the wrong striker because Benteke scored. Did he score two? Uh, I think he might have done. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, he scored one. He scored one. I think he may have had one disallowed or something. But yeah, he certainly scored one and found the rich vein of form. And he seemed to be everywhere Edward 
was trying to be and just was just ahead of him at every opportunity. So I feel like I got the wrong player in then, but it just felt wrong to get Benteke in. So the plan was after this run of free fixtures for Chelsea to get Havertz downgraded and put Edouard up to Kane. But right. Kane, I think Kane could hurt me. Like he's not not in a good way. I think I could put him in and he could hurt my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, th- I think he could, yeah. That I'm sort of considering because I'm going to have to downgrade one of my midfield to possibly a sort of five million or less. I'm considering Curtis Jones is my my potential punt. I mean, I'm not expecting him to set the world alight, but in that Liverpool team with the, the way they're attacking size at the moment, he's got a goal in him. And if he plays well, he could cement his place in the team. So yeah, he's he's my shout at the moment. He's he's not a bad shout at all. And I've I've just had a little look at the um, upcoming fixtures and I, I can't see myself punting on, on there's only one asset I would go for, but um, Norwich have got Leeds, Brentford, Southampton, Wolves and Newcastle in their next five, which is ludicrous, but it is Norwich. And yeah. actually, I, I, yeah, I, I can't, even as I say the words, this might be one of those that I point out and say, hey, look, you know, you should you should consider a Norwich asset, but actually I, I never would. And therefore I can't recommend that you do either. No, the only reason I would is I'd maybe get Norman in. I looked at him on wildcard at four and a half million just as an enabler, basically. Um, he looks mm. like he's slightly a- attacking in that side, but I can't see them scoring any goals. So it doesn't really help. It is a big problem. It is a big problem, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you've thrown me a little bit, I'm not going to lie, with that, that um, Raya news. The <laughs> the thrust of um, the FPL this week is we did we both did very well um, by as much luck as judgment by having Salah in the team and we yes. both had good green arrows so let's we'll take a look at the um, the mini league in FPL uh, we go yeah. for the top eleven places this week because yeah. in eleventh it's Daniel Fitzhenry of the FPL Face Off Pod so well done Fitz for having his team rise up the ranks there have you changed your team name is that possible. It is possible, yeah. You have to do it on a computer or not on the app. But um, okay, but yeah, you change um, it just as you're breaking into the top eleven. And in, <laughs> in tenth place is LZFC Samar Verma. In ninth, under my Cucarella with Joe Stevens. That's that's a very good pun name. Well done, under my Cucarella. In eighth, it's Lewis Bastian, Bastian United. In seventh, still ahead of you, Fitz, by twelve points now. The gap is growing smaller. It's the FF Faceoff team with Tom Glover. That's me. In sixth, Bielsa Ball, Aaron Jackson. In fifth, Peaky Blinders with at Chan Siri. Four, Labrick Lads. Red Arrow for Labrick Lads and Jack Labrick this week, unfortunately. Even they got 103. That seems harsh. Uh, in At number three is Ben Stridgen's Hepatitis Bramble with 127 points this game week, which is, um, wow. which is mad. Um, in second, Jigsaw with Alex Walsh and still top of our league. They've been top since the start, I think. It's the Jurgenauts with Maboop Rawut. So um, there we are. We're, we're both, well, we're in, both in the top 11 phase. So it's a, it's, it's a good week. It's a good week. Uh, but this week, week it be slightly more challenging with all those red flags, but I'm sure we're not alone. No, I, don't, I think you're right. You know, I think that um, obviously there's quite a few of those players who are fairly popular. Um, and yes, it's um, yeah, it's it's confusing. I'm not going to lie. I'm a, I'm a little bit concerned uh, about that, particularly particularly Ray. I feel like he's a, a family member that I've just found out is is unwell. Um, it's <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the news hard. Um, 
Cool. Okay. Is well, uh, let's. He's a family member that I've just found out is unwell, but I'm quite happily to just cut him out of my life now and move on with another man. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only way to fly, absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, let's have a little look at Sky Fantasy Football then. Let's have a look at More Than Mo first. More than Mo, Mo. Always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? Good. So more than Mo, I can tell you uh, we had. Um, I think I went for Alan Maximan last week. You went for Rafinha. Um, it didn't matter what either of us did, to be honest, because um, I mean, Mo this feature, absolutely smashed it again. <laughs> this feature was already difficult. And um, yes. now the fact that Mo Salah just outscores every player in the game every week is completely yeah. pointless. Most most content creators are now just saying perma-captain Salah. It's not a debate. And we're trying to pick a, a differential player <laughs> who's worth less than 10 million who is going to outscore him every week. Uh, it's almost For impossible. No but <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go Havertz to outscore him this week, just for fun. Okay, nice. Just for funsies, I like it. So Newcastle away, yeah, that's not bad. Um, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for Rafinha because even though he's, um, you know, flagged, I think that if he does play, I'm sure that he's going to be involved. Upon me, so um, Rafinha is going into the notes, and uh, poor old Havertz is going in for you good and Excellent. i'm assuming well, we, we didn't discuss it but i'm assuming you're captaining salah this weekend at home to, Bre- to brighton um that's a good point we haven't discussed that yet um i mean it's difficult to argue against doing that really at the moment you know i think he's you remember when vardy was in that run of form where he just couldn't stop scoring um and salah's is now 10 games in a row so one thing I will definitely be doing is I will definitely be playing Smith Rowe. Um, he will be starting. Umbuemo has, has flattered to deceive, really. You know, he's hit the post more than anyone. Did he hit the post this weekend? Because I know it was six times. Previously. He got taken off um, and um, he's got an injury. So I don't think you'll be choosing who you start this week. I think you'll be starting whoever's fit and then hoping that they all actually play. Hoping for the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so I, 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 it's difficult to look past them, to be honest. But yeah, I think that's probably going to be where I'm at. Maybe Antonio against Villa. Villa haven't looked particularly good, but um, yeah, realistically... It's not going to happen. Good. It'll be Salah this week. And, probably going to be now. Most weeks going forward, I think, while he's in this form. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, mate. Yeah, so um, cool. What about yourself? You um, Similarly, I'm guessing? Yes, it'll be Salah this week. Possibly... In um, game week 11, when they're away to West Ham, there's a potential that I might captain I might captain Havertz if he does well this weekend, just to be different, just so that I can get Havertz when he outscores Salah. But maybe that's that when it comes down to it, I won't do that. But I like yeah. the idea that I get Havertz on the right game week. I think um, one thing that's one thing that's universally going to be uh, a consideration is I think it's December 28th is going to be his last game before the African Cup of Nations so um, yeah we'll have to see that will that's that will a, be a game a long way down the line it certainly is yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, um, yeah very much so just um, being being um, 
forward thinking unusually for me so good all right well um i think that that is enough for fpl and uh, i reckon it's probably time for us to hear from our mate jack grealish now what have all been up to the jack grealish diaries okay so uh yeah jack has sent over this week it is half term so although he doesn't have kids he does find it harder to to write it during half term and i can relate to that with four children myself um, so it's it's not as long as normal, but here, but here we go. Here's what we got from Jack this week. And, and this is going to seem very weird for anyone sat near you listening to this as you sit listening to this on your own in a pub beer garden, but here we go. Well, only me can hear, but everyone will be able to see me laugh. Um, okay, weirdly. well, hopefully you laugh. So... <laughs> They'll be like, oh, he's speaking to Jack Grealish. <laughs> How exciting. Yes. <laughs> or not. Dear Doyry. This week I had a frustrating game at Brighton as we won for one, but I failed to get on the score sheet again. I was hoping to get more joy down their right, as I'd heard that Brighton is very left wing. It turns out that that has nothing to do with football though, it just means that they believe in giving everyone equal opportunities and that they really love recycling. After spending last week surrounded by Burnley supporters, it was a refreshing change to to have a conversation with a rival fan that didn't end with them saying, of course, you can't say that these days. Brighton, you see, is a very liberal city. Again, I'm not entirely sure what that means, but it's something to do with liking rainbows and not being horrible to poor people. (laughs) You still get abuse from the home supporters, but it's always very friendly with an apology at the end. This week, we play West Ham away in the Cup. I'm pretty sure their abuse is going to be a lot worse. But luckily, they sit so far away, you don't have to hear it. I do hope that West Ham are left-wing, though, as it might mean they believe in giving equal opportunities to Mark Noble and play him instead of Declan Royce. Laters! Very nice. Very nice. (laughs) Well, if, if if you've just joined the pod... And um, not that you would join kind of halfway through, but uh, I found that very amusing. And uh, I'm genuinely in a beer garden, uh, kind of in the, in the middle of near Stoke is where I am. And um, uh, I'm just getting very odd looks, to be honest. And it was very <laughs> quiet. It was very quiet when it started. Um, but <laughs> now the world and his wife are here. Word has great. spread. Word has spread of the podcast being recorded. They're all here to get some tips. It has. Well, the, um, the, the, the increasingly drunk girl who you may have heard uh, on, on the mic, can I be on your podcast, um, <laughs> was, a, was a particular favourite. So good. Lovely. Well, thanks. Thanks, as always, to, um, to Jack Grealish for um, taking the time, particularly in a busy half term. I know um, uh, it's much appreciated. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Uh, lovely stuff. So, um, shall we shall we talk Sky F, uh, Sky fantasy football, mate? Yes, let's do it. Good. Well, um, I'm happy to go first, and uh, it was an all right week. Not not the best in the world, but not too bad. Um, I was got 96 points. So Mendy in goal with nine. Um, Diaz, White, Rudiger, um, all getting me points. Duffy being benched. Uh, Gallagher, Rafinha, Huang, um, who I captained and inexplicably has only got eight points. Um, Antonio, who, I'm not quite sure how this works. So Antonio has got seven points yet. He was a captain on one of my days, but um, I'm not going to not going to go into the mess. 
And um, <laughs> yeah, the game week saved by um, by Mo Salah, to be honest. Cristiano Ronaldo would have had a goal, um, but also could have been sent off. So yeah, I, I will take that. 96, and that leaves me um, 3,031 uh, in the world with 34 transfers remaining. Um, and do, do you intend to use any of those transfers this game week? Um, well, I mean, if, um, if Rafinha is injured, then I, if I know he's injured, then possibly. I don't think Leeds have been particularly good. Um, ideally, I'm, I'm, I would love to kind of keep as many transfers as I can for as long as possible now, to be honest, um, knowing knowing how things are likely to change. But but that said, I don't know how I feel about Ronaldo at the moment. I just think the the way Man United are playing or having to play with him is is very different. It's changed changed everything about um, us, and so it's a lot of money to have. Um, on there when you could look at you know I wouldn't necessarily go for Kane when they're playing um, Man United um, I don't want to do the dirty on, on United two weeks in the row but um, but equally it's a lot of money that I could kind of bolster my midfield Gallagher, Rafinha and Huang it's not the most inspiring midfield in the world so um, yeah maybe at this stage still two and a half million in the bank but as it stands I will try and hold on to that but who knows who knows what about yourself? Um, well, it's been a terrible game week for me. Um, at the beginning of this game week, I, I re-looked at my my Sky Planner because we got the December um, football fixtures and things have changed a lot. I took Salah out a couple of weeks back because I, I saw a fixture game by having Harry Kane and I realised that that was going to hurt me. So I brought <laughs> a, a way of getting Salah back into the team and I, I predict that in a few game weeks' time, I'm going to want free premium strikers essentially so it's likely to be either Ronaldo or Bruno alongside um, Kane and Salah so I've been looking to restructure my team I took White out on Friday night after his game I had him captained and he, he didn't deliver he got four points um, I bought Hawang in and he got me eight points which was good and then I captained Kane and he got four points for me so two points double to four Obviously, Salah hauled and I missed out on that. So I ended up on 73 points. I've dropped to 2,200 now. I've got 32 transfers left and I've got a plan. So I've, by game week 18, I will have 25 transfers left, all being well. And I'm hopefully going to have a team that I can sort of work with going forward. But I feel there's a lot of chasing to do now as I don't have Salah and I'm, I, I'm not going to have him in the team until game week 13 now, which is a bit of a concern. Yes, that is, um, yeah, I can understand that. You know, I think it's it's one of those ones, if you don't have him, then it is very difficult and you you want to get him in. Um, I mean, would you, would you consider kind of um, breaking your plan just simply to just get him in? My plan this game week, so game week 12, as it is in Sky, is Man United play on the Saturday. So after the Saturday game, I'm going to take Ronaldo out of the team and put Danny Ings in. And right. I'm going to take Saar out and put Rafinha in if he is fit. Um, that means that Danny Ings will then play on the Sunday at home to West Ham. And I'll, I'll probably captain Rafinha if he's fit against Leeds, against uh, Norwich, sorry. And then in game week yeah. 13... 
Villa have the Friday night fixture. So Ronaldo will come out having played. I'll get Danny Ings for two fixtures and then I'll take him out for um, Salah that game week. So I will miss Salah. I will miss Salah this game week. So who have they got this week? So I miss him at home to Brighton, but in his place, I will get Ronaldo and then Danny Ings at West Ham and Danny Ings um, away to Southampton, which hopefully three games will cover the amount of points Salah gets against Brighton, but not necessarily so. I mean, it's a good shout. And actually, I'm, I'm pleased that you kind of mentioned that because, yeah, the upcoming fixtures, obviously, being being able to, to do that and, you know, similar to the kind of three-for-one style, um, I can see myself giving Ronaldo that game um, and and doing similar, to be honest. I don't know who I would go for, but it makes sense to go for someone who's someone like Danny Ings and that would leave me a load of money in the bank and I would have... um, Do you have Wolves or Everton coverage? You've got Huang? I've got Huang, yeah. Um, Do you have Southampton or Villa coverage? uh, I don't. No, um, so you'll probably be in the same boat because Villa, you've got two Villa fixtures. um, So you've got two Villa fixtures after the Ronaldo game. So you could bring in a Danny Ings, the same as me, or Ollie Watkins, whichever one you feel is going to do better. And then it means yeah. game week 13, after they play on the Friday, you can then bring anyone you want in other than a Southampton player. Yeah, very good shout. Very good shout. Okay, um, nice. Okay, well, that's that's something for a little bit of planning. We've got until Saturday um, for the deadline for that one, haven't we? So a little bit of time to to consider my options there. Um but yeah, it will be it will be along those lines, and yeah, I think I think it makes sense to take out, um, yeah, take out uh, my boy Cristiano. Uh, the, our next fixture is Man United, our Spurs, and then City. So, yeah, and you have, you have uh, Salah, of course. So your your captain Salah on the Saturday fixture. Uh, Salah will definitely be my captain. Yeah, in fact, he's already locked in. Um, yes. So it's uh, Diaz, White, Rudiger, Salah, Ronaldo, Gallagher, Mendy or Duffy. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be Mo. Currently, it's Antonio against Aston Villa because I think that they do have um, a, a pretty porous defence at the moment. And then my boy Huang on the, on the Monday. Uh, and then we're into November, which is, is scary how quickly the year has gone. But um enjoying it and and also I think that even though you've had quite a kind of um, big rank drop you know actually that it's still a very respectable position to be in and I think the two of us as dare we say it as kind of FPL content creators um, I, I like to think we're both doing doing pretty well so I think I think we've got to be pleased with where we are don't you think? Yeah well we're not doing well but we're doing good-ish we're like we're in we're in amongst it um, yeah there's a lot of good players who have started well and personally yeah I think taking out Salah for Kane has killed me a little bit because Kane has just not delivered and he, he did all right last week because he got the goal in the assist against Newcastle but no one can match Salah at the moment so I'm going to get hurt again once more this weekend I think and then I'll be able to get Salah in and I can relax a little bit then um, yeah. but to get to get the free premiums in if you if you are intending to do that if you are intending to have Ronaldo, Kane and Salah or Bruno, Kane and Salah later on, you will have to look at your team because it's very hard to get the value 
um, out of your defence in midfield. So I, I'm looking later on to take Van Dijk out, um, which is something I'm going to have to do if I want to get those three up top. So that could be another uh, decision that, that kills my rank, but we'll, we'll wait and see. We've covered Sky. And so, yeah, again, you've, you've climbed a little bit closer to me and Sky. So we're getting much closer to each other in both games. Um, but we, yeah, we're still doing well in both of them. I'm enjoying FPL more, I think, just because I'm ranked a bit higher and I feel like it's a bit easier to progress in FPL at the moment. But um, Sky's, Sky will become better as we see the, um, the casuals disappear because you can still see in the figures of transfers used that the, the top 10 and top 100 are, are really, really low. Yeah, and I think a large part of that is is down to transfers used, right? You know the the amount of um, the amount of transfers that certain players yeah. will have used is is definitely going to, pardon me, um, have uh, have an impact on on their scores. So I think it'll all even out. And obviously, as I know the fixture has been announced, I haven't looked at a spreadsheet or anything yet to to plan to the level that you have. Um, but, but yeah, I do think that particularly as we get up to like the Christmas festive period, it's going to be very important to have those fixtures and those, sorry, those transfers where you can. Hence why I would like to try for as long as possible to, to leave and be, but we will see. We will see. Cool. So that's um, the sky done. Uh, let's, shall we move on to our, our shout out for this week? Indeed. It is the Green Arrow FPL podcast with um, Fergie, Andrew Ferguson and Adam Hopcroft. Um, I think one of the reasons I'm enjoying FPL so much as in my first season is there's so much FPL content out there. And the, these guys, uh, I know Fergie, of course, from his Sky Free for One podcast, but um, this is the first time I've listened to this this season, the Green Arrow podcast. I really like Adam Hopcroft's opinions on the game and uh, the way he approaches it, uh, especially when he does a, a last-minute wildcard with uh, minutes to the deadline out of sheer panic. Yeah. That's always very entertaining. And um, I like Fergie's opinion on all fantasy games. He's um, he's really uh, an expert on almost every format, and he's he's a great host. And it, I'll probably be watching that when I go to bed because they are they are live streaming this evening. And so yes, they're just another great FPL content creator. So if you don't already listen, it's the Green Arrow FPL podcast. So get check them out, give them a follow. Just to say as well, it is um, it is one of the podcasts that I listen to regularly every week as well. And um, it's difficult. There is a lot of content out there, but I, I really like, it's one of those, I wish, I almost wish, you know, I thought of the name because it is great, the Green Arrow. That's what you want at the end of, at the end of each game week. And um, yeah, their insight is always really, really useful. So yeah, more than happy with that shout out. That's a, that's a, a good option, my friend. Nice work. Cool. And um I know you're on a barge holiday, and you're 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 not in Burnley, but you're you're moving in the direction of Burnley on that barge. Um, have I you, am indeed. Yes. Have you heard from Sean Dyche this week? I have heard from Sean. Yeah. Um, Good. You he... received my email. That's great. Cool. So <laughs> do you want to um, do you want to open that up? And we're, we're end with a lovely little bit of poetry from Sean Dyche, which will yes. really be a way to make the rest of the people in that beer garden decide they've had enough to drink and um, and go back to their barges. Everyone's gone, but I am opening um, Sean's email now, so thank you. This week, we must spare a thought for the brave few who captain Kai, a blank for Havertz and a Salah Hall, and they kiss their rank goodbye. Lukaku out, Werner two, and the German playing number nine. At home to Norwich without a win, it surely was a sign. But the Egyptian king had different plans and scored a 24-point hat-trick. Everyone else left in the mud and feeling rather sick. 
The rule that glitters isn't gold, and if you're not careful, you'll pit price. I learned that the hard way. I've signed bloody Aaron Lennon twice. (laughs) 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 But fortune favours the brave, and game week tends another day. So shove the vice on Salah and Captain Maxwell Cornet. (laughs) Very well done. Well read. Oh, thank you. Um, I was almost certain that was going to be Maxwell Cornet and we'd have to record it again, but well done. No, no, I'm uh, I'm, I'm very cultured, as as yeah. now is Burnley. Um, uh, so that was um, oh, that was really good. Thank you, Sean, for, for getting in touch again. We do we do so appreciate it. And may I say, Maxwell um, Cornet is a good shout. He is a decent player. He's playing as a striker. He got two goals at the weekend and six million midfielder. He's definitely someone yeah. on my radar. That's a very good point, actually. Looking at Thank their, you, um, Yeah, thanks, Sean, for letting us know about that. How are Burnley's fixtures? Brentford, Chelsea, Palace, Tottenham, Wolves. They're not horrendous. No. Um, it, could be a, it could be a nice little differential there. Good shout right at the end of the episode. Loving your work. Good. Well, well um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for um, thank you for listening to me. For listening to me, I meant due to my audio quality. Um, <laughs> thank you for... Uh, producer Glenn for editing what has been a bit of a haphazard one um, it's, it's been a pleasure and uh, thank you from from me and thank you from me and thank you to you Fitz for, for leaving your family barge holiday to go and record in a pub beer garden looking like a madman I certainly wouldn't have done it and thank you to the, to the girl who came and, and ruined it halfway through if that makes the edit and, and the dog as well. And um, thank you to your drinking habit, which meant you had to go and order a pint halfway through the podcast as well. Did, didn't really need to be done when Glenn hasn't got long to edit this. But, um, but there we go. Uh, we'll see you next week. Where we find ourselves. We will. Back to normal next week. And uh, we hope your arrows are green and uh, your points are many. Lighters. Lighters. Lighters.